The Public News Service Daily Newscast, July the 12th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. Despite an attempt by some members of the Massachusetts GOP to block a new voting bill, good government groups are raising awareness about the new options voters will have during this election cycle. The Votes Act, signed into law and upheld by the courts, makes early in-person voting and no-excuse vote-by-mail permanent. Those options were used in 2020 because of the pandemic, but ever since, groups have been calling to keep them, since they boosted voter participation to unprecedented levels. Jeff Fossler with Common Cause Massachusetts notes that because this law was passed and signed by Republican Governor Charlie Baker with an emergency preamble, it goes into effect immediately. We saw the majority of voters cast their ballot during the pandemic by mail. There are over one and a half million ballots cast by mail. And it went very smoothly. So we're really, really excited about those provisions being made permanent here. The Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court upheld the law on Monday after Massachusetts Republicans filed a lawsuit alleging early voting and no excuse vote by mail lead to voter fraud. But evidence from 2020, when most states allowed both of those options, show they are safe and secure. I'm Lee Bolke reporting. New York's Governor Kathy Hochul has commissioned what's called the Empire State Line. It's a $180 million power transmission line to increase transmission capacity and integrate more renewable energy into the state's electric grid. When the new line is completed, the state predicts 70% of New York's electricity will come from renewable sources. It comes one week after the governor signed a package of legislation aimed at increasing climate change awareness in construction. Ann Reynolds, who heads the Alliance for Clean Energy New York, thinks one bill in particular will be vital to the state meeting its carbon-neutral goal. The Building Code Council, which is a little-known state organization that establishes the building codes that apply for the whole state, is now allowed to consider climate change and greenhouse gas emissions as they're developing the building code and they can also consider the entire life of the measures. Another new law allows utilities to test and own geothermal systems in some communities. The building code bill saw some opposition, including from the Business Council of New York State. The group said it's too broad in allowing the state to regulate the energy efficiency of products used in construction. I'm Edwin J. Vieira. NBC News reports the Biden administration said Monday federal law allows women access to abortion in emergencies, even in states that ban the procedure after last month's Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade. The Health and Human Services Secretary said under the law, no matter where you live, women have the right to emergency care, including abortion care. This is PNS. In Hazard, Kentucky, volunteers are refurbishing used wheelchairs and other assistive equipment, giving them to community members for free. So far, the program has provided more than $3.5 million worth of equipment to those in need, according to Dr. Patrick Kitzman, a professor of physical therapy at the University of Kentucky and the director of the Kentucky Appalachian Rural Rehabilitation Network. He says for many rural residents, the costs of wheelchairs, walkers, bath benches, and other products can run into the hundreds of dollars, either with a copay or without insurance. Uh, and what folks usually don't realize is when you have a wheelchair that is even purchased by um, insurance is you're only allowed to get one wheelchair every five years. And a wheelchair takes a lot of beating. So many of our folks need that second 
wheelchair at home to help them. Kitzman and his colleagues are the recent recipients of a more than $8,000 AARP Community Challenge grant. He says the money will help the shop purchase new workbenches, a 3D printer, pipe vendors, and a drill press in order to better tailor equipment to individual users' needs and develop new prototype parts. Nadia Ramlagan reporting. Summer construction season in full swing now, but labor leaders in Iowa worry how seasonal workers will be affected down the road by changes to the state's unemployment rules. Back on July 1st, Iowa implemented a law that cuts jobless benefits from 26 weeks down to 16. And there's now a shorter window for when a recipient must accept a lower-paying job. Pete Hurd of the Iowa Federation of Labor says a person who does road work or other forms of construction will be shortchanged during an early or late winter season. The worker doesn't have any control of these situations. You know, they spent their whole life learning to do one trade, and then all of a sudden the weather turns around and kind of messes that up. Supporters of the changes, including Republican Governor Kim Reynolds, say the move is a form of encouragement amid the state's workforce shortage. I'm Mike Moen. Finally, Suzanne Potter lets us know Los Angeles County, the largest in the U.S., is revamping its approach to juvenile justice, launching a brand new Department of Youth Development that will take a more supportive and less punitive approach. The agency made its debut on July 1st and aims to divert teens away from the justice system and towards social services. Vincent Holmes is interim director of the department. He says more kids with low-level offenses will bypass the courts, incarceration, and probation. Instead, you're going to be referred to a community-based organization that understands the dynamics and the culture of your community. This is by Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported, heard on radio stations, big and small, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.